0: Ninety three seven The ticket and the ticket FM. Happy July fifth, everybody. Welcome into old school on this wonderful Tuesday morning. Here in Lincoln, Nebraska, ninety-three-seven. The Ticket, TheTicketFM.com. No DP. Still, he's still on vacation. He might be back. He might be taking an extra day. Just as like he should. As he as he should. Like he he didn't do last time, and he kind of regretted it. He might be back. I'm not sure actually, but it looked like he had a wonderful time in Vegas, watching Israel Adesanya win unanimous decision, got to meet a whole bunch of UFC fighters, and saw Chris Rock perform live.
1: Yeah, I mean that's uh. A vacation and a weekend in itself, you know. Um, hey, look, we you gotta, you know, I wouldn't say rest and recharge. He definitely recharges batteries doing what he what he would like to do. <coughs> You're not getting a lot of uh, rest in Vegas, regardless of what, how hard you try. But not. Uh, you know, I'm uh, excited to see how his weekend went.
0: Oh yeah, it's gonna be a week. T- tomorrow's gonna be interesting when he gets in. We're gonna ask him all kinds of questions. I want to see. You just I need to let him
1: go. Does he just needs to have his own like. Oh yeah. Well, one on one is just going to be him
0: just talking about Vegas. So yeah, at least tomorrow. So it's it's going to be very interesting. Old school brought to you by Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global has hundreds of job opportunities available here at their global headquarters in Lincoln. Go to Sandhills Jobs and apply today. That's sandhills.jobs, Jobs. Hundreds of job opportunities for Sandhills Global, which sponsors Old School. How was your fourth?
1: It was good. I mean, it's uh, you know, how it is. It's it. You know, Lincoln does uh does a big, you know, within, um, didn't start as early as it had in, in years prior. I think they didn't really open any of the stands until the day before. Um, but they definitely made up for it. And, um, uh, seemed you know, in our neighborhood seems like it was, you know, everybody was safe and had a good, good time. Definitely. Uh, you know, late nights, but I mean, I think you just become immune to it, but it definitely was a good fourth, good, good food. And, uh, Good drink and got the chills. Extremely hot, but uh Did you one- make anything? Uh cook a few racks of ribs, Ooh. some steaks and brats and you know, normal stuff, but um you know, people were walking up and down the street since it seems like the kids were up like nine AM, you know, even in the heat and to yeah, finding something nice. to do. They had like a little uh down at the park they had a Mendoza park where they had like a little Fourth of July thing. So there was a lot of stuff going on um seems like everybody had a good time and um hopefully everybody stays safe i'm not a big fourth of july guy but uh as long as everybody else had fun that's all good
0: i just like blowing stuff up so i guess i am a fourth of july guy but you know we uh this was our first time fourth of july in our new neighborhood found out that everybody just kind of sits outside their garages open and watching other people light out fireworks it was right. like the main road that you come in just we we came back because we were at the lake uh in central city uh for the for the day and that was a blast except for when the wind died down it was just hot and humid (laughs) gross um but yeah we were out there just having a blast we lit off fireworks on the second because we went up to rachel's parents house in orchard but yeah our neighborhood was just crazy last night
1: yeah i think they like uh people compete like they save one you know their big ones and then Somebody else will light one off. They're like, "Oh no, we need to. We got to go buy yeah. a big one." And people always venture down to where's Missouri and get mm-hmm. you know the ones that you know they don't sell here. So it was. It is what I mean, it is.
0: Like driving through my neighborhood, I saw one house that just had a pallet filled with fireworks yeah. just on their front on their front lawn, and I was like, "It's gonna be a fun house." Yeah, they're gonna have a blast. So we lit ours off on the second up in Orchard, and we went and bought them that that morning and i bought a one that was called Ships Ahoy, and it had 96 shots mm-hmm.
1: yeah and it was glorious <laughs> it was yeah, fantastic yeah you, you uh yeah i mean we did our we did did it you know about a few um but it's it's uh our neighbors they 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 uh they definitely get into it they've they've built like the the things where i guess you can shoot the shells and you know, so they can go up. I mm-hmm. mean, they 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 put some time and energy Jeez. into it. Um, it was a little odd because the fourth was on a Monday. Yeah. So that was a little different. I'm sure. Look, people had a three day weekend, but I'm sure that there's people that are uh, walking into work or at work that are hurting right now. Oh yeah. Just from one being up late for two, at least two nights in a row, mm-hmm. and three and, and and also if they've been partying and drinking ever since Friday. Yeah, they, they and then you throw in an extra Monday. Yeah, Tuesday is probably not the <laughs> it's best. A, it's a rough Tuesday. for It's a rough lot of Tuesday people. for everybody.
0: I found out so, <laughs> found out that uh, my father in law has uh, his, his fire extinguisher works pretty well. Mm. Uh, we lit one of the fireworks off, and it was one of the smaller ones that you know shoots a couple shots off. Well, it was a little little too powerful, maybe a little uneven ground, so it shot one off, fell on its side. Ooh! Shot another one into the ditch started a little fire Fire extinguisher works perfect 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 it's a perfect well, at least fire he had one yeah yeah he gave he gave it to us he's like here you guys just take this just it, in was, case. it was me my brother in law and my sister-in-law and we're you know the three that light them off every year and we're over there and he's like just just take this just in case we're like we don't need it we haven't needed it the last three years like we'll be fine it's a good thing we had yeah man. it was a really good the, thing we the had. prophet he knew <laughs> that you guys had fire starters in your eyes i was like you got the three pyros out there and he's like you know what just here just just take this but it was, it was amazing. Found out my daughter doesn't like the loud noises of 4th of July. Uh, when we lit her off on the 2nd, she she was outside and she kept telling uh, Rachel. She's like, I want to go inside. I want to go to my room. I don't want to hear this anymore. <laughs> and Rachel's like, look, you're, you're, if you go up to the room, you're still going to hear it. She goes, I don't want to hear it anymore. Right. I was like, I'm like, sorry, I didn't know that. And then yesterday we put her down because we had a long day at the lake and she fell asleep on the drive home. Put her down in her room and... When everybody started lighting them off, she ran upstairs crying. So, me and her slept on the couch. She she was not having it. Yeah. Not yeah. a fan.
1: It's an acquired taste. And um, it's once or twice a year. It definitely has is, is grown as far as the magnitude of what people shoot off, you know, since I was a kid. But, um, you know, it was, I mean, it's 4th of July. I guess you just got to deal with it. Definitely, I always look at the clock. I'm waiting for, like, 10, 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> so,
0: well, was, we were sitting there watching a, a show, and everybody's just lighting them off. Our house is just vibrating because they're, everybody's lighting them off so close. It sounded like I, – I think it was just down the road, but it sounded like somebody was just, like, throwing rocks at our front door yeah. every once in a while because it was just – this sound would just, like, come through the little walkway to our door and just, like, pinpoint somehow. And it just yeah. sounded like somebody's just tossing pebbles at our door for a while. It's
1: amazing how far some of, some of them can go and you can have, like, say, like, you have three of the same one. Mm-hmm. One can just kind of go straight up, blow up, and go 15 feet, and then one next – it would be almost like a half a block away. So, you know, yeah, man, it was a good fourth. And, uh, you know, I think the fireworks started, you know, la- late last week with the, you know, additions to the Big Ten. And then, you you know, you go into the weekend of that. You, you got the KD thing, Kyrie thing. Um all the different, like, trades and then uh, what potentially could happen. I mean, you got Rudy Gobert going to the, my that Timberwolves. I don't know what in the world the Timberwolves are thinking. But why would you give up four first-round picks for Rudy Gobert when you just gave Carl Car- Anthony Towns $224 twenty four million, and he's mm-hmm. seven feet tall? And it's not like Carl Anthony Towns is like Kevin Durant, where, you know, Kevin Durant's pretty much seven feet tall. Yeah. But – Kevin Durant can play one, two, three, four, and five. You can do whatever you need. Carl Anthony Towns is a four or five at best. Yeah, he wants to be. And he wants to be a pick and pop four. He wants to be a stretch. Right. And he's and it, okay it, at it, but he's not. There were problems last year with him shooting outside too much and not rebounding. No. Now you now you're just in game full range. You're, yeah, you're telling him not to rebound or not to play inside. So right. I, I'm interested in it. I think it
0: could work, but
1: somebody's going somebody's gotta go.
0: I don't understand cuz it's Anthony Edwards cat and Gobert. And look, Cat's not the greatest inside presence, so people weren't scared to go to the rim against him. They're not scared of him blocking their shots. So now you got somebody on the inside that can do that. Maybe they take turns going inside using their po- but Rudy Gobert doesn't have any like Look, he's an NBA player, he's fantastic. He's like a two-time Rudy, Rudy Rudy player, Gobert of the year. but he has is, no post moves. He has he, he, you you dump it to him inside the only thing he can do is dunk it and and or try to lay it up. Like he doesn't have anything that he's gonna back you down and try to hit you with any type of move.
1: Yeah, he doesn't have uh, a huge amount of skill around the hoop, especially with his back behind, back to the basket, or face up game. Yeah, so you, you need it. you need one or the other. What he can do: pick and roll, alley dunk, put back dunks. He can run the court pretty good for what seven two, seven Something three. Like Definitely the rim protector. But the problem with him is, is he had, he struggles in pick and roll situations, mm-hmm. you know, and so as you get in playing against better teams later in the season, playoffs, you see you see Utah a lot had him on the bench because he was getting exposed. So why would you, when you know, and you and they played against him a while, you know, they know yeah. who he is. It's not like an Eastern Conference team that you just all we're we're only looking at him once or twice a year. Why would you give up four first round picks for him? Four first round picks and and you knew four, four players, three players, and you knew that yeah, and one Kessler is who you just drafted. Yeah, it makes no absolutely no and you sense. Just, you just made the playoffs with this team. You get him another year, like and you, if you really want to do this experiment, why not do it with a young rookie that is able to develop into some sort of offensive game? Yep. because he's so green and he's a rookie versus a guy that's. I not say set in his ways, but it's hard for Rudy Gobert to, what was he going to do, be a 15, 18-foot jump shooter yeah. now? I mean, at the, at some point in time, the Timberwolves have to get out of, the, out of their own way. And, and you see this sometimes in sports, whether it's college or pros. Uh, and I always say college is somewhat professional sports. Pros is entertainment. Is that they feel like they have to make a move to make it look like they're doing something in order to win. Yep. So you just gave away – Three players that played before Patrick Beverly, who was a, a, like a tempo setter and a guy that kind of was uh, you, you know, you want you, you, you love him if he's on your team, you hate him if he's on the opposite mm-hmm. team. He took a brunt of the media pressure away from D'Angelo Russell um, and Edwards. Edwards because of his big personality. Yep. So, you, you know, you ship actually two players, and he does provide leadership. And he does provide um, – He's a He was an it, important part it, to that young Right, your defensive stopper can take the pressure off of D'Angelo and everything. So you give away two players in that. Then you give a, then you give away a guy that you just picked in the draft mm-hmm. who was essentially Rudy Gobert but just a rookie. Um, probably a little bit farther than Rudy Gobert was when he was a rookie. So now you're just giving away that. And then two other players and their four first-round picks. You essentially gave up like eight players for Rudy Gobert. You act like you're getting Patrick Hewing or and something. And this isn't – this. people are going to say, oh, this is a win-now move. It's not – you're not winning It's now. not a
0: win now move because you weren't winning before. You weren't you, – you made the playoffs out of the play-in game. You didn't – I mean, you, you really didn't have much of a chance of getting, you, getting out of the you, first round. Like, you could no, say pretty, that they pushed they, them, they, but
1: – They pretty much choked against Memphis. They they were up three different games by 20 points. Yeah, like you, you – so – If you're going to do that, you didn't have a chance. Like That lets me know your team has talent. You either have a lack of coaching or a lack of leadership. Mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert provides neither.
0: You put Rudy Gobert on that team. You take all those pieces off. First off, you're in a world of hurt because as much as it pains me to say this, Patrick Beverly played amazing defense against right. John Morant. John Morant you know, kind of went off in a couple games, but Patrick Beverly held his own against him. You take Patrick Beverly off that squad, John Morant goes off. Rudy Gobert's not stopping him. Right. John Morant has shown he's not afraid of anybody.
1: It, it didn't make any sense, so the NBA has obviously provided some tipsy-topsy uh, – you know fireworks per se and then obviously kevin durant um which i thought was i thought the timing of it was odd um like he was waiting for kyrie to opt, opt back in, in so then and he, then said I'm people playing. said
0: he's not he doesn't want kyrie to follow him so <laughs> right
1: i mean it just seems like on the surface you know there were some reports like oh well they still want to play together but not in brooklyn no they don't they don't want to because play if together. he did he would run a run it back yeah. um and it's weird you know like they were trying to say that he was upset with Brooklyn because they weren't taking care of Kyrie. K- Kevin Durant has business acumen, right? You know, from a business standpoint that you and Kyrie have been more than catered to and you guys just haven't got the job done. Right. So you, you, you know, they didn't want the coach, you know, they didn't like the coach because of, you know, he didn't have the cachet. Okay. You get a new coach. Okay. You wanted this player. You wanted Deandre Jordan. You want to pay him $10 million a year. There you go. You got, they, they went and got him. Turns out, he didn't work. Didn't work. He gone in a year. You want Blake Griffin, Lamarcus Aldrich, and uh, make a trade for get rid of James Harden because James Harden didn't like the fact that Kyrie wasn't there in playing, mm-hmm. and they had animosity a few times in practice. And then he, you know, he would practice and not be at the games, and then they got into it. So then you trade James Harden when they were actually playing pretty decent with James Harden. Yeah, and James Harden actually was. More efficient there because James Harden was not the problem, right? So you trade him, and then of course you got some good good haulback in in Seth Curry, but then you bring in Simmons, who had no inclination or no want to to play. Mm-hmm. So now you really essentially gave away. You, you know they were saying, "Oh, it's a wash because Ben Simmons is a defender on the ball." These you guys are playing GM, <laughs> but then on t- oh, here's the whole thing on every on top of everything that they've done and everything they wanted. They never once thought about defense or rebounding, and the funniest thing about it when they were essentially got about to get closed out against the Bucks, Blake Griffin had not played for three games, three, yeah, and then plays in the game and pretty much won the game for him to keep the the series alive, and they're like, where he been all the time? So the coach that you wanted, Steve you got Nash. him in
0: street clothes, you weren't letting him play, right?
1: He was a D, the coach's decision, yeah. So the coach that you wanted, right? Not only didn't play Blake Griffin, hardly played Lamarcus Aldridge, so the lineup that you had at the beginning of the season, this coach changed, and you guys lost. And then you still, the coach is still there. It's just the weirdest thing ever. Um, it'd be interesting to see if Kevin Durant is able to get traded because
0: they're asking for multiple first-round picks, uh, a All-Star and an All-Star talent player.
1: Right. I don't that, know where you're gonna get that from. That wants to play with Kyrie. Yeah. Because we'll they're not, also
0: trying to trade Kyrie. I guess the Kyrie to L. A. rumors, like that, still has legs. They're gonna. It's like a trade: Kyrie and Russ, and then whatever else each team has to include. To but if you're LeBron, work. why? I don't know. All right, maybe he thinks that Kyrie will listen to him. I don't know why.
1: If you're Kevin Durant, do you go to L. A. If they could swing that trade, you could. I, you I could, would for Westbrook. I would. I would. Because right? LeBron would ha- have no problem handing no. the reins off to. Kevin Durant. I mean, he's, he's, he tried handing it off to AD, and he doesn't want it. Right. Um, would Katie would have. Hey, let me ask it. you. Here's what I'm going to ask you. Now, this is this is just a hypothetical. Now, would you trade if, if would you trade Anthony Davis for no, Kevin Durant? No, hold on, hold on. I, I already know the answer. <laughs> you 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 took the first <laughs> one. too quick. Would you trade Anthony Davis for Kyrie? No. But definitely for Kevin Durant. Yes, in a heartbeat. Okay. Now, what would it – now, I'm just thinking out loud, right? Just think if Rob – Rob Palenka literally would go from the biggest – I wouldn't say the biggest joke as the GM, but the guy that's kind of like – He's not you, great. Kobe got you the job, right? <laughs> okay, let's – you know, the homeboy hookup. If you could pull off this trade. This is the trade. If I'm Rob Palenka, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to – I'm calling up Brooklyn and I say, here's the deal, man. I'm, I'll trade you. Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, six first round picks. Okay. Mhm. For Kevin Durant and Kyrie. And then I build the team around that.
0: Yeah. No, that would work.
1: Yeah. And there's the reason, zero ways that this right, doesn't work. Right. And then I find a way to give Kyrie like a 3-year 4-year deal. Yeah. Cuz Kevin Durant has 4 years. Mhm. LeBron and then I, you know, extend LeBron or do something whatever like LeBron that. wants. Whatever. Just one more year, yeah. Whatever you want, dude. Yeah, and we'll draft your kid.
0: You only need one. You only need one year with that lineup,
1: right? And then you can get some. Then you try to get, you know, the other little pieces of filling because LeBron and Katie will switch off. You know, on the ball, lead, on the ball, on the ball lead, yeah.
0: leading the team, whatever duties. So you know, if one is one is a little injured, they don't have. to And then take you're the always going to
1: have to have. Then you bring in I'll bring back like Rondo or somebody like that. Just a defense. Cause you, you need somebody because you can't depend on Kyrie. No would be off talking what, to the you Dalai Lama or know something. what I would
0: do just to, just a mess with everybody, but like, hey, Utah, you want Patrick Beverly you want you uh, want to trade Patrick Beverly at l a
1: yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't know yeah yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, that might be all right, just bring it in but to see it then it would reek of like when the Lakers had Carl Malone oh, yeah, you know, that those, was a mess, and all that was a guys. mess yeah well, mm-hmm. when they had Steve Nash and Dwight Howard, Steve Nash was about two years too late because the back was gone. And Dwight Howard was I don't know what he, he was, was in his prime. I don't know what yeah, happened I just he, don't know what happened. He was scared of he was scared of filling the shoes or following Yeah. A legend in Shaq other, and Shaq and and he went the other way. It was it just was a charm and soft, as Kobe said. Well the thing is it's it's some people there's two ways they usually react to pressure. Embrace it or they fake it like they're trying and then they actually are counter. Productive in doing the opposite behind the scenes, and mm-hmm. that's what Dwight Howard did. And I think, but you know what, I'm gonna give Dwight Howard 100% respect. Is that he continued to play well, so even when he was in with in Washington and other teams, mm-hmm. Charlotte, he played at an all star level, should be easily a Hall of Fame player. Oh yeah. But then he actually, you know, whether he, you know, got humbled or whatever when he was out in L.A., he was a huge part in them winning the championship in the bubble. So. Mm-hmm. Big ups to Dwight Howard, but yeah, that's uh, the NBA. Would be interesting to see in the in the next. I imagine trades and signings would be the next two weeks, and then kind of you know taper off. It's kind of like the NFL free agency. I'm wondering if Utah is going to blow it up if they're
0: truly going to try and build around Donovan Mitchell, or if, if you're actually, Donovan or Mitchell, or if they're looking for a trade.
1: If you're Donovan Mitchell, dude, I'm gone. I'm. I don't want to be part of a rebuild. No, I don't want to do that. No, because they get Joe Ingles has gone all that. So yeah. I got. I, I think he's 26. Yeah. So.
0: Look, I don't want to. I don't want to do this. I don't want to waste my prime and, years. And I would
1: say trade Mitchell for Russell Westbrook, but the way Utah fans have talked to Russell Westbrook, that's is, not, that's gonna not happening. That's so, not going to work at all. Regardless, if Dwayne Wade is partial owner, so it's not. It's not happening. <laughs> I don't but, think LA would do that. They they know no. Well, Russell Westbrook wouldn't wouldn't yeah. show up. I
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> I so feel my physical. I can't. Do it, it. It's it's. I mean, what does Portland do? What does Dame Lillard do? You mean how how much? How He's, long? He
0: keeps saying he wants to stay there, but, man, I don't know about that. If you're paying Especially Anthony they, Simmons $100
1: million, yeah. I guess they They got brought
0: him. in Gary Payton II, and I guess the Warriors front office is upset that they didn't offer him a better contract. They wanted to keep him, but Portland got him.
1: Hey, money talks.
0: I guess we'll see what happens. Up next on Old School, the greatest segment in the land. What's up with that? With me,
1: up next. You're listening
0: to Old School with DP and J.